It's the commute home with Nick and Derek. From Chicago's northwest suburbs, our hosts chat about, well, you know, whatever two middle-aged men like to talk about. The workday is done. Time to grit your teeth, get through the traffic, and make the commute home. Hey, this is Derek. Hey, Derek. This is Nick. How are you today, sir? I'm hanging in there. How are you? Uh, it's Friday Eve, so I'm good. <laughs> yeah, it's not Thursday. It's Friday Eve. It's Friday. It's, fr- it's Thursday after work. It's it's Thursday after work. I got uh, my two tickets to go see Skyscraper tonight at 8 p.m. at Studio Movie Girl in Wheaton. Oh, very nice. Yeah, looking forward to The Rock meets John McClane. That's that's what I think that movie's going to be. So, we, yeah, we shall see. I'm, I don't know. I don't have strong feelings on this one. I'm I'm not running out to the to the box office to see it yet. So I'm curious to see what you think of it. Well, I am. Damn it! I'm like, Shit, yeah, I can do it. Movie Pass. Movie Pass allows me to go to the movies. Oh, and, and it's letting you go on the peak week. Yeah, actually, I was I was very surprised. So today is the the premiere, right? Where the seven o'clock showings of the new movies are on seven o'clock p.m. on Thursdays is when you know they usually start selling you know showing movies and they don't do the whole midnight thing anymore like they used to. Well, well, yeah. It, technically, it is midnight GMT. I don't know who GMT is. That's Greenwich Mean Time. That's basically the zero time zone for the world. So it is midnight? And, and GMT, yes. So where is where is GMT at? And I'm not trying to be funny. Like I'm completely ignorant. I have no idea what the hell you're talking about. Uh, England, <laughs> basically. Oh, England. So England yeah. rules the world? No, well, no. England has the zero time zone, the center time zone. Oh, so if it's a new day in England, technically, I get it. That makes sense to me. That that, but why did it used to be midnight then? How, how many movies do you think even really did the midnight release? I only remember a, a few in my lifetime. How, did you ever go to one? I did. Which one did you go to? I think I saw Star Wars Episode One, uh, midnight release, and I saw Lord of the Rings Two Towers midnight release. Holy shit, man. Seriously? Yeah. I saw both of those movies, Midnight Release and Return of the King, and the last Harry Potter movie, uh, Deathly Hallows Part 2. Okay. I fell asleep episode one, Midnight Release. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was, it was shocked uh, for, for, for episode one. I'm sorry, which episode one are you talking about? Harry Potter mm-hmm. or Star Wars? Uh, Star Wars. Okay. I was yeah, pretty, f- pretty jacked because I, I just went to my local theater in the middle of the suburbs and there were so many people on cosplay there. It blew me away. And I'd never really seen cosplay in person before. So I was just so, it was such like an amped up experience. Yeah, me and you and me both. So uh, I get there and it's funny because I had school that day and uh, I, was, I, was, I was feeling sick most of the day. So I was just kind of out of it, but I wanted to go. And to your point, that was the first time I ever really experienced cosplay because there were so many people dressed up and like they were lightsaber battles in the middle of the aisles. And, you know, long Lucasfilm thing comes on and like people are standing up cheering. It was Mm -hmm. a really cool experience. And then the movie started and it wasn't cool anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah, I saw that and then the, the two, the two towers and return of the King. And I think like looking back, like if those movies came out now, I probably wouldn't do that. But back then it was like midnight showings were still kind of a novelty to me. So I liked it. Well, like I said, how many other movies do you think did, did the midnight releases uh, in our lifetime? I don't think it was that. I think it was a fad to be honest. Yeah, I think, um, I mean, I could be wrong, but I think Star Wars probably started it. Uh, that's what it feels like for me, too. 
um, because I don't remember much before Star Wars. And then, to be honest, I really don't remember hearing that many uh, prior to Lord of the Rings coming out. So maybe those two movies, and then, like I said, I saw the Harry Potter movies. But then, I, I mean, I don't know when the, the 7 p.m. stuff. I saw something else at midnight. It was one of the... Um, one of the Marvel movies, uh, but that was six six years ago, seven years ago. So, okay. uh, so maybe at some point they started saying, okay, well we're going to start showing these movies Thursday nights at seven o'clock instead of the midnight thing. Probably easier for the theaters, I would imagine. Yeah, I would think so. Um. So yeah, going to see Skyscraper tonight. I'll I'll let you know how it is. I have hopes. Uh, the Rock, I, I watch that dude just about anything. So. Did you uh, go see Rampage? I did. Oh, what'd you think of that? I really enjoyed it. I'll actually, uh, I get it on digital tomorrow. So I'll watch it yeah. again probably this weekend. Yeah, and that's one of the movies coming out on Redbox uh, next week as well. Yeah, yeah, it'll come out on Redbox. You haven't seen it yet? No, I haven't. I, um, I liked it. I, you know, I remember the video game kind of cheesy looking back on it, you know, type thing. And the movie looking back on it, cheesy, but I don't know, dude, it's the rock and big rock fighting big animals. So I'll take it. Yeah. That, heard- that, that, that's what the, a lot of the reviews uh, that I read said. It's, it, it's, uh, it's a movie that's run 100% by star power. And they say if The Rock was not in it, the the movie probably would have done nothing in the box office. I agree, a hundred and ten percent. You know, he carried the movie because that's who he is. And it, it's it, do you ever sometimes sit back and like, holy crap, man, look at where his career has has gone from when he first started in the back then the WWF to where he is now. Yeah, both uh, him and um, uh, Batista, uh, the, the, you know, the, the, those are guys that were, you know, physical specimens, wrestlers, and then they go on and on and on, and then all of a sudden it's like, whoa, these guys can act. These guys yeah. are really good actors, and and not only can they act, but they can be funny too, and they're, you know, they they're, they do really good comedic roles as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I think one of the things that, like, both of those guys, right, they know what they are in regards to Hollywood, and they're just like, I'm cool with it. You know what I'm saying? They're not like, I got to do this drama, you know, where art for thou Romeo type thing. You know, they're like, let's blow some shit up and make a $100 million opening weekend. We can do that. Yeah, I, I but but, but yeah, I kind of agree with that. I, I kind of see things where they 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 show that they, that the um they're not always typecasted. They can they have range. They can do other things. Um. So yeah, I kind of agree with that. But I mean, The Rock's done a lot of straight, almost comedy uh, movies. Yeah, yeah. But I guess what I mean is like. I haven't seen him like in a movie where it's like full on drama. You know what I mean? Okay. There's, there's been some dramatic aspects to different roles that he's done, but not really. Like, I think that show Ballers allows him to get into that drama with just the right amount. You know what I mean? I got you. You know, I'm trying to think of what's the last drama I ever saw in the theater that's not really a genre I go see anymore is it interesting I'm thinking for me it was three billboards outside of whatever that town was in Missouri Ebbing yeah Ebbing Missouri yeah I saw that in the theater kind of wished I hadn't oh really yeah I just the previews made it look so good and 
I don't know, man. I, art, artsy type film, films like that that typically do well at Sundance and Cannes and stuff like that. I, I, I guess it's you read so many reviews and everything, and they talk about how great it is, and then you watch it and you're kind of like, eh. But maybe it's because I had a crappy childhood at points, and I'm like, this isn't drama. <laughs> This is everyday life to a lot of people, so it's not that interesting to me. So uh, I like good drama. So I, if I, if a movie can make me feel the feelings, I'm like, Psh, take my money. Good job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just so rare. Uh, I, I heard something about The Rock today. He said that he seriously considered running for president. Yeah. <laughs> in, in this day and age, doesn't surprise me. This day but, and age, I, I think I think everyone seriously considers it now. But you want to know why he didn't, though? Hmm. He respects the uh, what it would take to run the country properly, and he doesn't feel like he knows enough about enough in order to do a good job at it. Yeah, that's good honesty. Yeah. Yeah, that, that I was like, because I was kind of had the same opinion. Like the headline was like, "Rock considers running for president." I'm like, "Okay, whatever." And then I start reading, and I'm like, "Okay, well, at least he's, you know, honest about it and why he didn't want to do it." So, plus he's making all the money. Yep, I've been thinking about this late, lately about how insane it is uh, what we expect from our politicians. Uh, like, like even our, our congressmen and our senators uh, on the federal level. One, they have to win a popularity contest. Okay. Two, whenever they speak or they give an interview or they're on the floor giving a speech, they have to speak almost perfectly and eloquently at all times. Three, they have to be a legal scholar that has you know, a, a high-level understanding of the Constitution and the laws that govern the nation, all the laws that govern the nation. Uh, four, they have to be accountants, and they know how to how to geniusly balance budgets. Um, five, they have to understand the military and military service, and what kind of funding they need, and what they really need, and what they need to get rid of to better help them. And the list goes on and on and on and on and on, and it's like no person can do all that. You know, maybe a couple in the world, that's it. But we expect so much from our politicians, and they, and they, even though they have their specialties, they vote on everything. It seems insane to me. Hmm. So, are you telling me you feel sorry for politicians? No, that, that they, they, <laughs> they chose their path, so not at all. Okay. But, uh, you know, I, I keep on thinking about uh, the, go- the government and our system and what we do, and I see a lot of room for improvement. I mean, we, we do have a great government and a great system, but it's the 21st century. It could be better. Yeah, I, I agree with that and the fact that I think that we as a society and we as a government, we need to stop looking at, you know, some of these laws like they were just written yesterday. The world is a completely, the U.S. is a completely different place than it was, you know, 10 years ago, let alone 100 years ago or 200 years ago or, you know, when these laws were written. So I think we need to seriously look at where we are as a society and start addressing those things based on that and where we want to be not where we used to be. Yeah, good point. Very good point. Do, do you have like a particular law that you're thinking of? Uh, uh, well, I, I could talk about immigration to, to start with, but um, I Careful also... Careful with that one. I, I know. That's it, why it, I'm... It, immigration laws are more recent than you might think. Well, but... Unless it's happened in the last, I don't know, five years, then, you know, and even sooner than that, 
to be honest with you, um, some of these laws. And I think that, I just think that when you start talking about where we are as a country, we, we've spent so long beating our chest and saying, Ooh, America, you know, that we need to realize that I don't want to say we're ever subpar to another country, but we aren't by far and away the most superior people on this earth. And I just think we need everybody to be able to make the world work. And I think we're spending a lot of time alienating ourselves from some of that stuff. So... Hmm. Okay. Do you feel differently? Um. Yeah, I do. Um. Uh, I I guess we. I. I. That to me, that doesn't sound like an outdated law. That sounded like a law you didn't agree with. Hmm. Could be. And a, and and that's a law that a lot of Americans agree with. Are you talking about specifically immigration? Yeah. I don't know. I'd be interested to see what a lot of Americans mean. Even if an issue is 70% versus 30%, you're talking about tens of millions of people in, in the minority. You know, to, just for context on, on, on things. And uh, it's another thing with politics, too, in America. Nothing is, very little is 80, 90, 100% approval rating on a particular t- topic. They're all so close. They're, they're, you know, 55, 45, 60, 40. There's a lot of uh, issues that are in that range. Yeah, I can see that. And maybe to me, it's more, it's not necessarily the laws. Maybe, maybe I miss, maybe I shouldn't have said it like that. To me, maybe it all comes down to what I think is right morally in regards to, uh, how we treat people and how we execute the laws or govern them or, you know, hold people accountable for some of the laws, and I'm not just talking about immigration. I mean, we have, there are so many things that are left up to interpretation. You know, there are people that can get arrested for, for drugs and somebody can, you know, based on where you live with inside this country, you could face a different punishment. And I, I don't necessarily agree with that. Um, there's just there's so much interpretation that goes into how people are punished and how people are dealt with from county to county, let alone from state to state with inside our country. That would I that I agree with that, that there is a lot of um, subjectiveness to to sentencing. Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. And I and I also think you know based on you know people that I've personally known that I think a lot of times in this country, we allow people to commit to keep committing crimes over and over again, uh, for financial purposes. I've seen a lot of people in my life that get parole or probation, uh, because they don't want to put them in jail. And if you put somebody on parole or probation, they have to pay, they have to do a lot of different things to where it's like, let's, let's get some financial gain out of this. And people are like, well, it's, it's my freedom. And if, if I don't, I don't have to do probation because guess what? They're just going to send me back to jail or whatever the case may be, or probation's a joke. I mean, there's so many things that go into probation and parole that I think is a lot financially based and not necessarily rehabilitation based. 
Yeah, that, yeah, I, I, that that, uh, that absolutely uh, makes sense to me. There's a lot of, uh, I guess, we, what a lot of people consider to be money scams out there that are done on the the city, the state, and the county level uh, for them. That it really seems like to just get income. Yeah. Yeah. It. It. It all in all is, you know, I don't know. I I don't have all the answers. I I couldn't. I couldn't do it. I couldn't run. I couldn't run the country. I don't think because I, in a lot of ways, I'd be like, this isn't right. We're not going to do this anymore. And that's not the right way to do it. There's so much more that goes into it than that. And I think that's where you, you bring up a good point where we expect so many, so much from politicians and that doesn't excuse it. But it doesn't make it right either. Doesn't excuse what? Uh, the way that some politicians act is what I mean. Like, oh yeah, that, that's a whole nother. Yeah, uh, I think I think our political uh, climate these days uh, is toxic. You know, this there's zero bipartisan eff- efforts whatsoever, and there's a lot of inaction that happens uh, now on the uh, federal level, and uh, I'm very disappointed by it. Oh, well, I, I do wonder, though, how many people, like, do you th- I, I got to think that some of these politicians probably sit there and they're like, I don't want to vote on this because if I vote this way, I'm going to piss off these people. And if I vote this way, I'm going to piss off these people. And to be honest with you, I'm not educated enough to give a a good answer for it, but I'm going to have to do it because I have to vote. You know what I mean? Like, I I would be willing to bet there's a lot of them that dread having to do some of that stuff. Like Obama? <sighs> yeah, well. You know, you know what I'm talking about, right? Uh, no. He has a record for voting present uh, more than anyone, any other senator in the history of the U.S., I believe. So uh, on, on these bills that came through the Senate, you can vote yes, no, or present, which present means that you're there, but you didn't vote. And he, he voted present on almost everything. Did he ever explain why? Uh, I never heard it. No. I, I would I would wonder if it is that that exactly right there. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I can't say that I would vote differently because if I'm like I'm here, but and I'm listening and I'm learning, I just. I can't, I don't know enough to give a educated response. So, and you know, some people would make the argument, well, you got to make a, you've got to make a choice. You can't, you can't sit on the, uh, sit on the fence. And so like Mr. Miyagi said, walk right side safe, walk left side safe, walk middle squish, just like grapes. <laughs> but when you're talking about how we run a country and everything, Sometimes maybe people should just fall on the sword and say, I just don't know. Yeah, but that, that but that for someone who isn't passionate about the subject, uh, that stinks for them. Well, they're not voting against it, so I guess that's a good thing. Right. Yeah. I I don't know. I'd re- if you don't know, I'd, I'd almost rather you not vote than than vote the one way or another just because you have to. Right, but unfortunately it does. You know, yeah. uh, sorry to change uh, subjects, I just fact-checked myself, and I think I just, I was sold some uh, Fox News BS on that, on that uh, Obama thing. Uh-oh. He only voted, yeah, he voted present 123 times. That was 3% of his votes. And this was in the state Senate, not the federal Senate. So I stand corrected. Um, he, there is no record for that. Hmm. Okay. Well, Man, I mean, he, he still voted present a bit, but if that's a, if you said 100 and something times, Mm-hmm. 129. And that's only 3%? Yeah. So he voted a lot. 
Yeah, like, I, I, I think he had, he had the reputation of voting on almost everything and always being present. So, yeah. I, my personal opinion is Obama will not be fully appreciated for what he was or what he is as a person until many years from now. I, would, I could say that about any president. Yeah, well, some of them you just know are going to suck. Yeah, uh, we'll see. Gonna suck later. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't envy any of them. History's eyes are very interesting. <laughs> yeah, history is also very forgiving, isn't it? Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, yeah, but hey, that's the world in which we live in. So you make the choice to 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 run or not, uh, right, wrong, or indifferent. It's your choice. So you gotta you gotta live with it. Mm-hmm. And I would imagine that most people think that they're doing the best that they can, given what they know. Are we talking politicians now, or just regular people? I think everybody, honestly, and at this juncture in the world, I, I don't think. People, uh, for the majority of the people, people say, you know what, I'm going to be a bad person. I'm going to make other people's lives harder. I think ultimately there's a lot of people out there that do things that, for whatever reason, they think are the right things to do. And For themselves in, in, in cases. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, for themselves. Um and not looking, and maybe that's the thing is it's not looking in regards to what is this going to, what's this going to be later on? Only addressing what it's going to be now and what it's going to be for you or them, so to speak. Hmm. I don't have that much faith in people, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I do truly believe that the majority of people are good people. I, th- I, I do believe people, that. I think people can be fuckers. I think th- I think people can be honking at you in traffic, flicking you off, and just not caring about the world. Yeah, see, you and me differ on that, man. I think that people can be flipping me off all day, and I'm like, it's cool, man. Have a bad day. No big deal. Well, that's Shit you. Happening. But those yeah. people are there. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but I mean, you know, sometimes I want to flip people off. I don't, but sometimes I want to. Like that guy over there that's freaking blocking the damn sidewalk where these people can't walk like a dipshit. But, Man. you know, maybe he's in his own little world. Maybe he's looking at birds or thinking about something. I don't know, man. Everybody's going through their own thing. That's the way I try to look at it. Yeah, that's that I is true. It. I would agree with that. I, that's how I keep the hope, man. Keep hope alive. One of these days, we're all, it's all going to click. We're all going to be singing Kumbaya and We Are the World. <laughs> thousands of years from now maybe <laughs> but hey and until then I'm going to keep going to the movies alright ah <laughs> uh, yeah I don't know how the hell we went down that road yeah, President Rock you started it oh shit I did start it sorry everybody that's listening by the <laughs> way Rock in 2020 yeah Oh God! Please no. <laughs> uh, the Rock for president and Tom Hanks is his uh, vice president. There we go. Hmm. Interesting. Nah, nah. I, I, I think I think I'd, you'd have to flip the ballot. You think you'd what? I, I think I would flip the ballot. I'd say uh, Tom Hanks president, The Rock VP. The The Rock is the. Uh, the national security uh, advisor, or whatever it is. I don't know that the VP provide, uh, presides over the Senate. I could see him banging on the gavel, and you know, Senate's in session. Yeah. Raising his eyebrow, <laughs> wearing the robe. Yeah, somebody says something, he just raises his eyebrow and looks at him. Yeah, exactly. And that's all. That's all he has to do. I'm sorry, Mister Rock. Let me change what I said. <laughs> starts calling them like candy asses and jabronis 
like the old days. <laughs> yeah. Uh, at least it would be, well, at least it would be entertaining, but at least maybe to us, not to other people, maybe not. So anyway. Well, geez, uh, even who's in there right now, I would have to say is entertaining for the world. Oh yeah. I, I gotta imagine. I gotta imagine a lot of people are like, this is great, man. It's like a train wreck. You just can't look away. Uh, yeah. A, a lot of comedians, they won't even talk politics in their acts anymore. They're like, it's just too easy. There's just no challenge there whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to talk about other stuff. Yeah, I, yeah. I just, I don't think it's a, I, I don't think you can win. You know what I mean? When you talk about, when you talk about, talk about politics and i think we've had this discussion before is you just got to be willing to listen to other people's opinions because chances are you're not going to change them you know you can present yours you can listen to theirs and you can have a good conversation actually most people can't have a good conversation but i'm you know reasonable people can and i think that you know you just you listen to to other people's thoughts and that's progression to me because I think a lot of times you're just not going to change people's opinion because it's so deeply based in things. Yeah. I, th- I think that the word that you should be using is should people should be open-minded and listen to other people's opinions, but they don't. A, they lot, don't. Of, a lot of people do not. And it's because, you know, politics has become beliefs for people. It's it's not their ideology, it's their belief system. And it's it's pretty hard to change a belief. It's easy to change an idea, hard to change a belief. Appreciate it, Rufus. Yep, that's right. Dogma, one of the smartest movies ever. Ever made. Ever. Ever. Um, Kevin Smith always jokes about it. I think he should get into heaven for that movie because... Uh, there's a lot of good thoughts in there, really good uniting thoughts in there. Yeah, and I would venture to say he will get into heaven if you believe in heaven. He will get into heaven because of that movie. <laughs> and that, I think that's why that's one of the biggest <laughs> that park's called Dick Young. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, that's why I got to believe in the good of people, Derek. Because I got to believe one of these days, man, it's just, I got to believe it's going to work out because otherwise it's just too depressing. Just too depressing. No, I don't think you believe that. What's that? In the good of people? Yeah. I do believe in the good of people. Because I think you've gone out of your way to create this this circle of uh, this space that is a good space for you and your family. And and you guard that space, and you don't really venture out of it too much because you know. Uh, look, man, don't call me on my shit, Derek. You All got right? five locks on your front door. Ah, yeah, I do. Because you really believe in the goodness of people, huh? It's hope. It's hope. I can I can agree with hope. It's hope. You know what? I, I'll give you. The great Stephen King wrote in the Shawshank Redemption, there's no harm in hoping for the best as long as you're prepared for the worst. Absolutely. So that's what I would say the five locks on my front door are for. (laughs) It's for the purge. That's what it's for. To keep all those people out. Gotcha. Is your GPS on? Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm on a mission. Somebody is giving away an aquarium, and they've set it outside their house. And if I can get there before anybody else, I can get a free aquarium. Oh, okay. And I have no idea where this place is, and I'm actually starting to get kind of worried because it's taking me away from the city. Look, Dick Young Park again. Um, different entrance. Um, it's taking me away. Is from that the, the rare entrance to Dick? <laughs> Yeah, the tank side. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, uh, yeah. So it's taking me away from the city, and there's um, Dick Young Park across the street from this big church. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure if I'm in the right area. 
But according to the GPS, I am. What town are you in? Supposedly, I'm in Geneva, but I've never seen this part of Geneva before. Maybe oh, it's because okay. I'm com- coming in from the rear. <laughs> I mean the I mean the back. <laughs> never mind, man. Opposite. It's the best way. <laughs> uh, so true yeah so so we said hey we're going to talk about all this stuff and then we're going to talk about this and you said to me we're probably not going to get to the last couple things essentially and now i'm like we're not even going to get to the first thing that we had on our list could be absolutely could be uh, how much time do you think we got left oh probably a good 15 20 minutes all right. What do you want to talk about? Shit, man. I don't know. We're already talking about it. I want to talk about the goodness that is the people of the world. <laughs> Let the light shine through. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's got the whole world in his hands and all that shit. Yeah. yeah. See that singing, guy that's over there kid, playing basketball with his kid and it's like 90 degrees outside. Either he's insane or he really loves his kid. Could be both. Probably is both. Not that there's anything wrong with either one of those things. Well, maybe insane. Uh, I saw a picture from uh, the first released pictures from the movie uh, Gla- Mr. Glass or Mr. Glass or whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I've seen Bruce the... Bruce Willis um, has a beard. Who does? Bruce Willis. Yeah, I, I've seen him in a couple of uh, pictures lately and, he, and he's had a beard. All I've seen for it so far is the uh, the film poster. Your destination will be on the right. Yeah, it's uh, he's got a, a like a white beard, and they're in uh, it looks like uh, some kind of um, institution, are, right? Yeah, institution, and what do they call those group? Is it group meetings or group therapy? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah. Group therapy, group counseling. Holy shit, it's still here, man. Yes. Oh. Derek, may I ask you to pause, please, while I yeah, grab sure. this aquarium? All right. Stand by, sir. I will be standing by. Waiting for Nick. Waiting for Nick. Waiting for Nick. Waiting for Nick. Waiting for Nick, waiting for Nick, waiting, 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 waiting for Nick. 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 Waiting, 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 waiting for Nick. I'm so stupid. Holy shit, that thing was heavy. Yeah, I bet. How big is it? 36 gallons. Uh, uh, roughly, what are those dimensions? Three feet. The bow front. Probably about three feet wide. Two and a half feet deep. So, maybe about a foot from front to back. Okay. But it's full of rocks and stuff, too. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought I was going to drop it. Then I would have drove away. Left it there. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't. We're going to have to air out my car, though. Whew. Stinky. So, mission accomplished, sir. What the hell were we the, talking about? Uh, no, no, no. Nothing particular. I think we're kind of in between topics. Okay. Um, so Skyscraper comes out this week. Is there anything else coming out this week? Yeah. Uh, Transylvania, or Hotel Transylvania 3 comes out. Your GPS is so annoying. Sorry. Let me turn that down. Okay. So yes, uh, Skyscraper, Ho- Hotel Transylvania 3, and those are the two big releases this week. Uh, there's a movie coming over from India called Sorma, I believe it's pronounced. 
Uh, looks pretty cool, but it's a subtitled uh, movie from India about uh, a field hockey star. Interesting. Yeah, it's just it's one of those that where the way it's shot, it's shot like a like a, an American made uh, sports movie. Looks really good. Oh, that's cool. And yeah. what did you say it was called again? Uh, I think it's pronounced Sorma. S O O R M A. Okay. And then besides that, we got a ton of stuff in limited release. Uh, there is uh, Don't Worry, He Won't Get Far on Foot. Have you heard about this movie? Oh, uh, Jonah Hill and Joaquin Phoenix are in that movie, I believe. Yeah, directed by Gus Van Zandt, uh, starring Joaquin Phoenix, Jonah Hill, Rooney Mara, Jack Black. Uh, looks interesting. Yeah, I watched the previews to that movie. I thought it looked really, uh, really interesting. Yeah, all about a guy uh, that has substance abuse problems, gets into a horrible accident, is confined to a wheelchair, and then becomes an artist and starts doing very controversial uh, cartoons. And that's based on the true life story of John Callahan. Do you know anything of this, this John Callahan? Yeah, I did. I Googled his stuff um, after I uh, saw the preview for the movie. Okay. And he does like a lot of uh, hand-drawn... Um, single cell cartoons with a lot of funny captions in them and they're pretty they can be pretty uh charged pretty racy so are they like political type cartoons or yeah i mean he, he did a lot of uh, political stuff a lot of stuff about feminism um he just he kind of just whatever was the topic of the land he would talk about it and and his art style is not very good it looks like something out of a newspaper it looks like something i can almost draw with a pen and paper but uh, he had some some uh, some ideas. So you think his popularity is based off of his ideas, not necessarily his artistic ability? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. No. He. he, he <laughs> yeah. He, uh, he's not like a painter, or or you know, he's not really. It's hard for me to call him an artist. You know, it's more about how his stuff is captioned. That that's what he's known for, and his content. Fair enough. Hey, people have made uh, made it huge on less. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he won't. Don't worry, he won't get far on foot. Mm-hmm. Uh, comes out this weekend. Yeah, we got that. We've got a movie called Gauguin, uh, Voyage to Tahiti, uh, French film, subtitled, starring. You said Gonad. Yeah, that's what I said. Okay. Gauguin. Gauguin. Well, if it was called Gonads, I might go see it, but since it's called Gonan, maybe not. <laughs> okay. If that's, if that, that's your thing, that's your thing. <laughs> but, that, but that is starring uh, Vincent Castle. He was the, the French thief in the Ocean's 12, Ocean 13 movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, good actor. I like his stuff. Okay. There's a movie coming out that's getting a ton of acclaim called Eighth Grade. It's about a eighth grade girl trying to survive her last week of uh, school, trying to kind of figure out her identity and who she's going to be uh, going into high school. I heard about this. I thought that this movie was like a Netflix movie, so it's not. Oh, it's supposed to be in limited release this week in theaters. Oh, good, 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 good. Yeah, I heard uh, on the... Uh, the... Uh, what do they call those things? Uh, like cans and stuff like that. On that circuit, the they, film uh, festival film circuit. Fe- yes, film festival circuit. That it was uh, getting good reviews and stuff. So. Yeah, its Metascore on IMDb is eighty-five, which is super high. I haven't seen a movie that high in a while. That's good. Also coming out in limited release is Shock and Awe, the story about a journalist trying to figure out if the claim of weapons of mass destruction is real or not i saw that the preview to this movie as well yeah that that's a that's a list robert yeah. Reiner, jessica beale james marsden mila jovovich woody harrelson tommy lee jones big lineup yeah big 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 lineup i'll i'll, I'll check that movie out i think when it comes to you know red box or on demand or something like that it, it looks interesting uh, yeah absolutely uh, something that, when it comes out to Netflix, I'll see is a new documentary called Dark Money, 
all about how um, dark money gets into our political system. Huh. We were talking about that just a very little bit, a little while yep. ago. Yep. Huh. And years and years later, uh, they are re-releasing in theaters the Beatles film Yellow Submarine. Yay! You need that. Lots of Beatles fans out there, though. I'm sure it'll do well. Yeah. It's the it's a, the 50-year anniversary of the film. And I actually watched the trailer years. for it. Yeah. Wow. Oh, wow, man. Man, good grief. That's pretty, that's pretty, you know, I always thought it was cool. I, I never thought necessarily the movies were good, but I always thought it was cool how back then, like, bands and, and uh, artists and stuff like that would make these movies. Mm-hmm. And, and and stuff like that. I was like, hey man, that's that's pretty cool. It, get, it gives their fans something and everything like that. So I I think it's cool. I've never seen the movie personally myself, so I can't judge. It's a it's a very trippy, mostly uh, animated movie. Uh, a lot of kind of like Alice in Wonderland style stuff. So very kind of uh, hallucinogenic and and out there. I thought you were gonna say like the wall. Nope. I saw that movie. Yeah, I saw that many times. That was a favorite of, of a friend of mine. We used to watch it over and over. Over and over with the black lights on. Uh, I don't think we ever did that. <laughs> That's good. Did you ever uh, Did you ever watch um, The Wizard of Oz while listening to Dark Side of the Moon? No. Didn't. Did, did, did you ever hear that theory? Uh, vaguely, I don't know the details of it though. What What are the details? If you don't mind sharing, the details of of it is is that uh, Pink Floyd wrote the Dark Side of the Moon to be like a, the soundtrack to um, the Wizard of Oz. So if you start the album right right when like the lion roars in the beginning of the film, supposedly the the, the songs sync up with the movie pretty closely, if not dead on. Have you done this before? Once at a New Year's Eve party. Did it sync up? Uh, too hard for me to tell in that uh, environment. I mean, there's so much going on. It was a big party. Everybody was drunk. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that I wouldn't. You know, based on the like, the stuff that like Pink Floyd came out with and that they did musically and everything like that, and I wouldn't be surprised if that was true. I don't know it to be true, but I mean, I wouldn't be surprised though. I went to a Pink Floyd laser show once. Um, it was interesting. I bet. I think I, was, I think I was the only sober person there, but it was interesting <laughs> nonetheless. <sighs> laser shows. I, I lined up to, to get tickets once for Pink Floyd in like 92, 94, somewhere around there. And that was ridiculous. The line was around the block trying to line up for tickets. We didn't get any. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Man, it's one of those bands that they had a really good following. A lot of, and they had a lot of huge songs, huge songs. So, yeah. um, so 50 years for Yellow Submarine. That's, that's, a, that, that's the same. And I, and I bet you that makes, some money. I bet you people probably get together and, you know, go see that movie and stuff. You know, it's interesting that they announced it as opening this week, but uh, it actually was in some theaters last weekend. And uh, last weekend it made a hundred grand in 73 theaters. Not a ton of money, but I mean, a hundred grand is nothing to scoff at. So, uh, yeah, I, that, that's, that's one of those niche things that people, you know, Hey, if people want to go see it, great. And if they don't, they don't. It's probably like, you know, when they release Back to the Future at theaters, you know, you're going to have some people that go see it just to say they saw it in the theater uh, type thing. So it'll appeal to some and not to others. Yeah. The the kids seem to be really into the Beatles again right now. I'm seeing a lot of Beatles shirts uh, again. So, yeah, now's probably the time to do it, too. Oh, yeah. You can get all kinds of Beatles stuff at uh, Target. Yeah, I, I guess this, this is their time again. They, they were pretty hot back when we were in high school. And I think they cooled off a little bit, but now it seems like they're back up there again. 
yeah, 20 more years from now, they'll, they'll be back again. I'm waiting for Elvis to come back and, you know, people to start walking around in jumpsuits and shit. That would be <laughs> funny. Uh, that's funny. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for um, for Sinatra to come back and guys walking around in suits and Stetsons. Hey, man. You should bring that back. You said you were bringing something back the other day. You should bring that back. Did I? Yeah, you said you were bringing something back. No. I don't remember what it was. And yeah, neither do I. I talk I, a lot. I was gonna I was going to reference Clerks, too, where he kept saying I'm bringing it back, but I didn't want to say it out loud. So I'll just let it linger. You're taking it back. Taking it back. Taking it back. That's right. What did I say? Bringing it back. Bringing it back. Yeah, taking it back. Well, those are two different things, aren't they? They are completely different. Okay. Well, very good. It still reminded me of the movie, man. Yep. Um, okay, so... That's what we got coming out this week. Give me some movie news. Let's go rapid fire. I got five minutes left. Rapid fire. All right. Some personal news. So at, at Redbox this week, uh, they released a bunch of new movies. Uh, those included A Quiet Place, Chapa Quiddick, and Future World. Did you watch any of those? I watched all three, actually. And? Uh, Future World, that's with uh, the the post-apocalyptic film with James Franco. I fell asleep in the middle of it, and I have no interest in going back and re-watching what I missed. Okay, fair enough. I was not into it at all. Uh, Chappaquiddick, uh, I would say that's, you know, it's a historical film. Are you familiar with it? I'm familiar with the story that Ted Kennedy, right, and the accident, and he doesn't call the the police or whatever it is yeah yeah so that that's one of those i would file under interesting not entertaining it's not bad watching once it's not a story with huge historical significance at all so it's just right. kind of a story it's just kind of like this happened yeah yeah i mean he had a moment of weakness he tried to cover it up then he decided to fess up and you know tell the truth he got into some hot water with it, served a little jail time, or I think it was commuted to probation, but but kept his Senate seat, and that was that. And he, he was forgiven by the world by about it. We are a very forgiving world. We can be. We can be, absolutely. And then A Quiet Place. How was it A Quiet Place or A Quiet Place? So I watched the first 20 minutes, and I'm like... Oh God, this thing was way too built up. It's okay, but it's not that good. It's not that great. And then I got to the end of it and I really liked it. <laughs> oh, that... <laughs> and then I really liked it. <laughs> I know. Makes no sense. <laughs> I, I, I don't think the movie lives up to the hype because there was a lot of hype for the movie. Yes. But at the same time, I did like it. Okay. So it's worth a watch, though. I think so. Definitely. It's, uh, it's, it's done well. You know, they, they introduced the, you know, the, the bad guys, the monsters early in the story. It's not like you got you to gotta wait for the entire movie to see them. You see them pretty early on. You see a lot of them. And it's the first story I've seen where it's an entire family trying to survive a horror film. And I don't think I've seen that before. And I really like that dynamic. Hmm. Interesting. I, so it sounds like of the three bread box movies, one is don't ever watch. One is watch when you get around to it. And one is you should go watch that. Yes. That's a good way of putting it. Why can't the review system just be like that? Oh, Never yeah. watch this movie. Watch it when you get a chance. You should go see this pretty soon. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. That's kind of like one thumb up, one thumb down, and one side to side, I guess. <laughs> yep. One, yeah, review. Yeah, go check it out. Yeah, yeah, when you get a chance. No rush. No rush. In TV news, uh, Brock Meyer and I'm Dying Up Here both finished up season two uh, in the last couple of weeks. 
Uh, so I have nothing to watch on TV right now. Yeah. I'm kind of been in that boat since May. Yeah. Have you watched any of Brock Meyer? I don't even know what that is. Oh, I thought you, I always thought you were talking about the Western show, but that's Longmire. Oh yeah. That's a good show too. I, I love that show. But yeah, no, Brock Meyer uh, stars uh, Hank, Hank Azario, and it, it's basically he was a baseball commentator in the big leagues, had a breakdown, became a total just alcoholic, drug addict, just uh, horrible, hard life, and is trying to kind of crawl out of obscurity and doing a commentary in the minor leagues. I saw it's the previews the, for that. What's that? I saw the previews for that, like, what is this, like the third season? Two or three seasons or something? Uh, they, they just finished the second. Yeah, I saw a preview for it before it ever came out, and I was like, how do I got to watch that show? And then I never heard anything about it because I, I thought it was hilarious, but I never went looking for it. So they just finished the second season, huh? Yeah. Solid second season? Solid. I think I like the first season a little bit more, but but solid second. That's good. And I must say, I think it is the dirtiest TV show I have ever seen. And I can't believe they're making these episodes and they're getting away with it. That bad, huh? It's, they, I, I think they, I keep on thinking like, ooh, they pushed the envelope too far on this one. And so it's they worse keep than going. Muppet Babies? What do you mean? No, I'm just, I'm just bullshitting, man. Go ah, ahead, gotcha. Bad joke. You know, That's I'm the my... guy that tells the dumb jokes here, not you. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> Sorry to step on your turf. Yeah, yeah, you watch yourself. All right, my bad. Let's just delete that part from the editing. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's Dan. Shame, shame, shame. All right, okay, so that's called Brockmire, though. Yeah. So I can't watch it with the kids. Is what it sounds like. No, no. All right. Is it safe to watch with my wife? Uh, I think so. Oh, that's that's hesitation, man. I I might have to check out an episode and be like, okay, this is good, or no way, man. I mean, I mean, he, he he's a drunk, and he he'll do any drug he can get his hands on. And there's a lot oh. of sex stuff in there, and it's so uh, it's he's it's, not like a recovering guy. He's like full no, woman. no, he's full into it. He's proud of it. He's proud of it. Oh boy. Okay. <laughs> I'm just thinking of scenes right now that are just, oh my God, it's quite the show. Okay. And what was the second one that you said finished? Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh no. What was the other show? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, I'm dying up here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's the comedy show uh, produced by Jim Carrey, maybe. Okay. Absolutely. Yep. And that's the second season of that as well, right? Yep. And how would you compare that to the first season? I would call it solid and consistent. Uh, some people, some reviewers don't agree with me. Uh, me, every episode I've enjoyed from both oh, wow. seasons. Yeah. That's good. That's good. How many episodes in the season? I think they're doing 10 each season. Oh, okay. So, so a decent little, you know, typical normal ten episode season. That's good. So, you think ten is good, or you think maybe you know they could have shortened it, or are you just just good enough? I think it depends on the show. Uh, I think for that show, uh, it's got a big cast. It's got a really big core cast. It's it's all comedians and their different lives. So, you, there's a lot of stories there that you can do. So Derek would give uh, your review for both. What is it Brock Brockmeyer and mm -hmm. I'm dying up here? Is you should go watch those soon. That's the Derek review. Yeah, I think you should check them out. Cool, cool. Well, sir, that will bring us to the end of our broadcast day. All right. I appreciate the chat. I appreciate the pause while I almost died lifting the overweight aquarium, and. Uh, <laughs> It's another great uh, chat, and uh, thanks for taking the time. You're very welcome.
All right, sir. I will talk to you later. Talk to you later, man. All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. We have no idea what we'll talk about next time, but I'm sure we'll have a good time doing it. Our email address is thecommutehome at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, drive safe, everybody.